Psychology in Seattle. Okay, so let's try this again. Uh, this is the ninth installment in the Adventures of Grolo and Cruddy, in which we demonstrate Dungeons and Dragons therapy. This is a the ninth episode in a series of nine. And if you want to hear, uh, if you want to listen to this, and you're not, you haven't heard the other episodes, go to the website. There's a page there that's labeled Dungeons and Dragons, and listen to one through eight, and then listen to this one. And uh, we are demonstrating how Game to Grow uses Dungeons and Dragons for therapeutic uses and educational uses. It's a uh, even if you're familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, this is a particular style that is uh, modified for use in therapy and group therapy and in education and social skills development and all those kinds of things. So uh, if you want more information, go to gametogrow.org. And this is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirkana. I'm a therapist and a professor and someone who gets frustrated when my software doesn't work and we record for half an hour and then we have to start all over again. Who are you, Umberto? Not that that would ever happen. Uh, <laughs> my name is Umberto Castaneda, and I play Grohl the Cruel in this uh, great adventure of ours. My name is Adam Davis. I'm one of the executive directors of game to grow I'm also playing Shush the Tiefling Bard. Uh, my name is Adam Johns. I'm the other executive director of Game to Grow, and I am your um, chipper and cheery dungeon master for this um, Hardy Boys gang of adventures. <laughs> so, uh, start us off, Adam. Usually, you start us off with a question. That's so. true. I've got a check-in question for you guys. Oh no, not one of these like "What are you afraid of?" kind of things. Yes, is it? my check-in question today <laughs> is. What is something that you're afraid of? Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, God. So we've already answered these questions uh, and lost the audio. So we're we're we're, gonna, we're, we're trying to act spontaneous. Um, <laughs> Dream, why didn't you kick us off this time? <laughs> so in real life, I'm afraid of technology not working and losing audio. It's happened. I've you know we've, we've made we've now made 910 episodes. It's happened seven times in those 900 times, and. It's always when we're. It's typically when I'm doing something odd, like recording four people. It's just there's yeah. just something about you know the oddity of the situation that will raise the risk or something. And because it's course, 2019, and there's no way that computers could handle four, four people. people you know, Gag me with a spoon. Too many yeah. <laughs> but what I what I said earlier that I'm afraid of is is death, as I've talked about in the podcast before. Uh, I am afraid that. There is no afterlife. If there's an afterlife, then hooray, then bring it on. Woo! But if there's not, then it seems like a depressing thing that everyone I've loved and all the animals I've loved and everyone I will ever love will just drop off the face of the planet, and that makes me sad. So that's that's a fear. Well, what if what if the afterlife is everyone that you know, all, all the pets, everything, they're all at a great party with the best booze and everything, but you're not invited? Oh. <laughs> you're like on the outside looking in you're like outside the house and yeah. you can see hello. you're like in the bushes or hello. whatever and you can see that they're happy uh, I take it it's better than nothing you're like high school girlfriend and your college girlfriend are both at that party and then you're, like, 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 you're like oh no are they talking about me yeah maybe I should go to a different party <laughs> oh my god I just had like a brilliant idea for a movie you guys <laughs> you know you've heard of like Limbo and uh, what's the Purgatory and stuff like that what if there was a movie where there's all these people in limbo and life is miserable. And then one day someone comes by and it's like, 
Why should we be miserable? Let's throw a big party. But then the demons from hell come up and say, no parties, and then they kill them all. Uh, I am now on Groundhog Day like, level Bill Murray a- anger of having to listen to Umberto riff on the same, the same joke the, same, the, the second time. Um, and what my, what my character is afraid of is, as I said before, uh, Grolo and or Shush dying because he considers himself to be a priest of life and justice and it would be... And he considers it his job to keep them alive, and so it would be responsibility. And he thinks of both of them. This is something I didn't say last time. As slightly irresponsible, and so he's worried that they're going to fall off a cliff and go into the abyss. What about you, Berto? Well, uh, let's see. I uh, in real life, I am afraid of not reaching my full potential. So, uh, meaning. It's sort of like, you know, dying before I can reach my full potential. So, you know, I want to unleash, unleash the beast within. (laughs) And uh, that means that, you know, I want to be able to hit a point in my life where I'm like, yes, that's what I was put on this earth for. I'm finally doing it. Even if everyone around me is like, dude, dude, no unleashing here. This is a no, what was your thing before? A no unleash party? (laughs) Leash only zone. Leash only zone. (laughs) Anyways, and, and so that's my personal fear. Yeah. And then uh, Grolo, uh, I mentioned before he's afraid of fire. And that is true, but that's sort of like the surface fear. Underneath that, uh, his biggest fear is actually not avenging his village that he was born in from the cruelty that was inflicted by his father and, and his gang. Uh, and that involved fire. So if you asked him casually, like, Grolo, what are you afraid of? He would probably be like, oh, nothing. Well, maybe a little fire or something like that. Hmm. And then if you caught him in the right mood at the right time with just the right amount of booze and a leap pie on his on his lap, <laughs> uh, he might say something along the lines of like, uh, I sure hope I can avenge my village before it's too late or something like that. But, but if you knew, that would mean really that that's his biggest fear, um, which is interesting because uh, for me, you know, we've talked about before how like these fears or these things – uh, translate between the game and real life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really plan it this way, but uh, I, there is sort of a me- metaphor here for me. I was born in a different village. I was born in Colombia, and I, you know, my family and friends are still there. Uh, and I left. I left to come here, and I started a new life. Uh, so part of my fear is, like, disappointing that village and not unleashing my full potential to, like, you know, redeem that village, which is sort of kind of the same same kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so that's mine. Awesome. Well, I was actually yeah. going to answer with something like really basic, like being afraid of spiders or something like that. I used to be but, afraid of spiders. But uh, because of the good peer modeling that we just had, I'm actually going to go a little bit deeper. Um, I uh, This last weekend, I went to go see um, one of my college professors uh, graduate or retire, I mean. And um, there was like 200 people in the audience who came to uh, to observe and recognize his career and the impact they had. And I was thinking there, sitting there, and I was thinking about the times that I was a teacher and some of the times when I've worked in run groups and, and tried to serve uh, the mental health of, of young people. And uh, there were times when I would work 13 to 20-hour days just wondering if what I was doing was making a difference. And I think my fear, and I think this is also similar for, for Shush, is this fear of uh, being irrelevant of not actually making a difference. So maybe sort of like what you were oh. saying. Um, but like I work really hard to make a difference. And I think my biggest fear is that I'm not. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that's that's probably d- d- almost a hundred percent true for me, and probably really true for Shush also. I think Shush really wants to uh, wants to matter, wants to belong. I think he really fears that um, fears that his life will end with nothing meaningful happening. So the idea that he's part of a a group of heroes or a band that people are going to like sing their songs, it, whatever capacity he can have a legacy, I think Shush really wants that too. That sounds like a dumb irrelevant irrelevant fear to me. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah. <laughs> the, the knives are out. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so uh, really quick question on this: well, What do you envision as that that thing? Like, what would be the threshold for you to feel like? All right, I wasn't irrelevant. That's my Sisyphean task to figure oh, out. Oh, like, that's 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 the work. Because for right? me, it's pretty simple. I just need. Um, I need a little child with a red balloon to come up to me <laughs> and let me pop that balloon. Well, that's, and that's it. That's it. I'll be happy. <laughs> I will have that's, unleashed that's my full potential. Right yeah, I don't know. I think I might need to retire right. and then have like a ceremony. Yeah. Oh, okay. What if there was no one at your ceremony? But like one, one, one person. person. And but, yeah. so if I went over to that one person yeah. and that one person and told me like, that I made a big impact on them yeah, yeah, and you, that they were like Albert Einstein or something. Well, and not, I, not, and not they not were like really amazing. That would be a ridiculous plot for a movie. No, you'd be like. Man, you're alive? <laughs> I thought I had your poster on my wall in college. You're would, so creative. I, I love the ideas you come up with. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah, I'm making my movie scripts, actually. I just want to cut, though. I wish people knew all the yeah. little inside jokes. In case, in case this is, an, is totally not funny to you, uh, it was told originally and also not funny uh, <laughs> during the first time we recorded this. You, it, there's a different dimension in which this, this amazing podcast was already recorded, and it was 20 times better. Yeah. I'm, imagine that you listen to this, but, but all that stuff already happened, and now this is just like a commentary yeah. on that. Yeah, you're watching the d- director's commentary. You're driving without ever having to see the movie. Yeah, imagine it's like, this, this scene was one of our favorites to film. And you're like, what scene? I don't know what happens. <laughs> I kind of now want to watch a movie with that I've never Start seen off with starting with the director's commentary. Actually, what if you only heard it? You don't even... Because, yeah. you know, when you're watching, you usually watch the movie with the... What yeah. if you just heard the commentary? Right. And That'd I'm like, trippy. I don't know what's happening in this, <laughs> in this moment. Um, I think uh, a, a fear that I have is... I, I'm now a father. My daughter's a, a year and a half year... A year and a half old. Um, and um, people used to tell me before I had a daughter that when you have a kid your your priorities change and you're all of a sudden you're um, worried about entirely different things and the things you care about change dramatically and uh, I, I don't know that I didn't believe them but I, I didn't understand what that really meant and now that I have a daughter I completely understand what that means and my priorities have 100% shifted and now all of a sudden I'm I am all all of my fears center perpetually around terrible things happening. You're like, high alert, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you always, like, look around and, like, oh, my gosh, that chair could tip over. And that could set off that one pole for falling over and then hitting her in the head. Everything everything is me being ready to to dad reflexes my way into into some some situation and save the day. Well, and you realize probably, like, the same environment that you were in before, then you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, this is dangerous. Yeah. Houses are dangerous. Every, everything is horrifyingly dangerous. That well, step like, is too too high. Well, like D and D dice can be swallowed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. seriously. I, I have put away all my D and D dice. Oh, yeah, there's a lot have? of gaming things that could be <laughs> choke hazards. Yeah, every bookshelf can be pulled over on top of yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, all of a sudden, earthquake uh, straps might be important. And- yep. 
Because you don't care about your head, right? Like, right. You'd be fine in an earthquake. Nothing can fall on adults and kill them or anything. I could handle a bookcase. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll punch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audio gun! <laughs> adults don't care about themselves. <laughs> you, only, you, only care about, you only care about your kids at some point. But I'm sure that's, that's a feeling that will only be for like the first couple of years. And after that, you'll be, you'll be fine, right? Relaxed. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen, right? I clearly, <laughs> clearly watching, observing every other parent. That's exactly the experience that yeah. they they have, right? Um, so that that is that is my fear. Um, and I had mentioned this before, but kind of the purpose of having these, aside from the fact that that it's an opportunity to think about yourself and your character, and and maybe the dynamic between those two, is also for um, something we like to call knives. Um, and in Dungeons and Dragons, a knife is a thing that you have given to the game master who can then use it against you. It's a, it's something they can use to, to stab you in the back and twist a little. Um, sometimes a knife can be a part of your backstory. It can be um, you a, a sibling you care about or a parent you care about or a mentor. Um, or it can be something that you've revealed that your character um, cares a lot about or, or is motivated by. Wait, so you just tricked us in real life to giving you ammo you can use as knives against us for reals. Re- real life ammo. Yeah. Oh my god. The other thing that's super interesting about this is that your character and my character mm-hmm. and our fears are so similar. They are similar. That there's a, a special responsibility Adam has also to not like just grind that down because oh, he could really cause us right. a lot of personal pain um, but also a lot of potential growth mm-hmm. through that right. pain but if, if uh, Adam did a thing in the game where like both of us failed to meet our potential and died irrelevant death <laughs> Uh, we might walk away with some pretty significant personal trauma, trauma right? <laughs> well, wait a minute. We can't both shine brightly. There's only room for one in life. So I think you and I have to be embroiled in a death combat for the rest of our lives. Or the you, rest of our lives or yeah. just maybe six-second increments until... Or you form the same band it's and Highlander. you have to split <laughs> yeah. up and one of you becomes uh, Simon the other oh, one, Garfunkel. I, oh, yeah. Garfunkel's done really well for himself in yeah, the intervening years. <laughs> but, you know, he's not... Paul uh, <laughs> I'll be Christopher Lambert and you can be Sean Connery. All right. Deal. <laughs> what about me? I mean, if he takes away the afterlife, it's going to be really oh, shitty geez. for me. You can be Michael Ironside. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go with Michael Landon. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a great opportunity. The, these yeah. will probably come up in the future for your characters. Um, with that, why don't we jump in and start playing some D&D, which we've never done before. Certainly yeah, not today. It's been a long time. So I'll recap, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's where you're going. We are heading into the marshes after learning af- from the uh, foiled ceremony in Pahiha. Marshes, marshes, marshes! <laughs> that marsh, the marsh is where middle management exists for the Grumshites, who are trying to bring... Back there, God, Grumsh. In, is it Grumsh or Grumsh? Grumsh, Grumsh. Grumsh. It depends on which region of yeah, work character dialects, yeah. 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 And uh, so it's um, the the people in, in Pahiha are uh, worshiping Grumsh. They don't really know why, but anyway. So they're bringing back, and Lord Blancmere is, uh, is possessed by Grumsh. Anyway, so we're heading into the marsh, and we just hit, killed, or we just uh, captured. We killed two guys, but we captured a general, general of this organization, this evil organization, and he's unconscious. And we are uh, about to head further into the marsh to confront upper middle management. 
And that's where is that enough information? I think that I think that sets us up. Oh my god! You know what? I I just remembered. Uh, didn't someone draw really cool artwork of us? Right. So patron or listener Lou drew some artwork. I will feign showing you it because you've already seen it. <laughs> oh, it looks nice. amazing! No, it is really great. It is actually yeah. yeah. I, I will point out because you know I'm a I'm a dick. So like, <laughs> uh, Grolo is spelled with two L's. But this makes it more valuable because it's like the. Did you ever get the version with only the one L? It's crazy. I mean, Grolo is illiterate, so I Grillo, don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually perfect. <laughs> and um, I was gonna notice, or I noticed that, that Grolo's face looks really lean, but I think below the neckline, he gets he plumps up a lot. It's like big Grolo, and I don't know why he doesn't put on weight on his face. It's 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 hard to hard to exercise face muscles. Yeah. He's like a, that inverse hourglass shape, right? Yeah. But Shush, man, you're looking kind of neat. I look really good. Those cool horns too. I yeah. I really appreciate the the delicate features in Shusha's appearance. What does that remind I like you the of? Skin color. The, the I face like them reminds both. me. Kind of reminds me of the guy from Game of Thrones. The oh, God. What's his name? Uh, the Daenerys. You didn't remember last time. You're not going to remember this <laughs> time. Is, oh, the so, Daenerys brother. Daenerys' so, brother. Yeah. Wanna... Daenerys. Daenerys brother. Uh, Viserys. Viserys. Um, so uh, <laughs> the other thing that I didn't mention is that I'm going to use the picture as the show pick for the episode. Nice. So and it should be posted on the website as well. So. Uh, if any of you want to do other fan art, then please email us and send it in because we will highlight it because it is always great. Um, the assless uh, apron scene, if you will. <laughs> the hugging of the Grolo of the general scene. The, um, w- the mall scene where you threw you know, the it. Throne mall. The throne yeah. mall. Yeah, 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 the, the throne mall scene. The, oh, actually... There was the one on purpose, but there was early on. There was the one where I tried to use the mall, and it has slipped out of my hands. Right, <laughs> caused all sorts. Oh yeah, of- the <laughs> performance on stage scene. Oh my god, that would be epic. Uh, there's multiple uh, moments. There's great that, moments. Yeah. Like, what about the romantic moments? You know, let's yeah. not forget the romantic. Well, moments. someone drew Cruddy. Cruddy, yes. Look, I think she's sitting on a bed or yeah, something, like turning around. Really, really. Nice. Did I show you guys that? No. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. that one. Yeah, someone drew Cruddy sitting on a bed, kind of turning back in a sexy way. Grolo stole that painting and uh, went away for a while. <laughs> Haven't seen him <laughs> since. <laughs> keeps keeps it with him in his bunk. Constitution check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's where we're at. Um, perfect. So then we can dive right into our game. Actually, uh, before we do, I've got another movie idea. I want to see Kirk in... Uh, a remake of Groundhog's Day, where it's just him having to relive, <laughs> and him being just constantly annoyed. <laughs> yeah, because I'm literally doing everything the same way. Well, you're that you're that other radio or TV guy who's yeah. always the first thing he sees yes. in the morning, and like, how did doodly do? <laughs> well, but then you tell me, you like, you explain your problem, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then I'll be I'll be more annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'll be super random, and then you like say the same the thing every single totally, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, spectacular. I kill you in 25 <laughs> versions. <laughs> Eventually he gives up. Uh, but, do, but do I unleash my full announcer potential at least? Never. <laughs> never. never. Gosh darn. It's repeated day after day. All of you are in this clearing in the swamp uh, where you have killed these two half-orcs and you now have this um, this full orc general named Kumag uh, Bloodcrusher. Um, and he is unconscious uh, what do you want to do? What's your what's your plan? Here? Do we have rope? You do have some rope. Er, I'm going to tie him up. 
Good idea. So I, I go over and I start like tying him up. Perfect. Rope. Uh, you're going to start tying him up. What are you guys doing while, while that's going on? Search the bodies. Yeah, we'll search some bodies. Awesome. Uh, you roll me a dexterity uh, saving throw, Grolo, and then uh, the two of you roll me some investigation checks. Twelve. Twelve. My investigation check is a nine. Uh, Nineteen for my dexterity. Great. And by the way, I'm kind of going overboard because I'm getting really into the task. And I'm like, extra loops, extra knots. Super involved. Yeah. Uh, as, you, as, you're, as you're tying him up, I, you, you think you're, you're, he's very tied up. Yeah. He's, he's super tied up. Uh, you made like a little chair out of ropes <laughs> for him to sit on to be tied up to. Um, and the two of you, as you are searching bodies, you find a few different things. The... The half-orcs don't have, really have a lot on them. They have a couple of short spears for, for weapons, and they have um, some wineskins and some uh, like food rations, like a jerky and stuff like that. Um, the general has a bag of gold uh, that you find on him that you think was, was something that he was supposed to pay you when you handed over the, the um, ledgers. Uh, you also find the ledger, of course, that you, you gave him and his greatsword. Um, but... Uh, Thrain, as you're searching the general, you actually find something of interest. Um, he has one of those necklaces that you previously saw on some of the other orcs. Um, that is on on kind of kind of um, sitting at his at his neck. It's a, a fine silver uh, chain, and you can see it has a pendant on the on the bottom of it. Oh. He has one of the exploding necklaces of doom. Well, I guess we better try to get it off of him before it explodes and kills us all. Urgh. Uh, Perfect. I'm still. Are you guys gonna try to try to pull it off or something? I, I kind of didn't. I didn't hear what you guys were talking about because I was so focused on my thing. Um, so yeah. How so, did we get it off last time? We well, just yanked it off. Yeah. Okay. And it exploded and almost killed us. Here goes nothing. Um, cool. Uh, go ahead and give me a a, a roll. Fifteen. You can make that a strength saving though. You're essentially just trying to pull it off. It's still a fifteen. It's still a fifteen. <laughs> strength um, is not my. You saw my delicate features. <laughs> it's not my strong suit. Fifteen um, is actually enough. Um, you're able to, to sort of break the clasp um, because the the device hasn't really activated um, and it's not strangling him or anything yet. Um, you can tell that the that it's it's much easier to to pull off. And so as you break the clasp, it does in fact explode, um, but it explodes with fire. Um, and Shush, I think you're you're resistant. I am oh. resistant to fire. T um, I'm going to assume that the t- that Grolo and Thrain were maybe standing on the other uh, side. I or- wasn't because oh, okay. I didn't listen to what they were talking about, and I was still focused on the ropes. So he just kind of came and did his thing, but I was still kind of like mess- futzing with the rope. Um, perfect. Uh, in that case, um, Shush, you're going to take. Uh, 11 damage, but then it's reduced to half, so you take 5 damage as it explodes. Perfect. Uh, Grolo, you take the full 11 damage. And 11 damage? For your honesty, I'm going to give you inspiration. Oh, what, is that, what does that mean? So uh, we haven't used this a whole lot, um, uh-huh. but sometimes when you do good role-playing or when you are particularly supportive of your teammates, I will give you inspiration. Inspiration is a thing that you can utilize to later give yourself or someone else a re-roll on a d20. I see. Uh, okay, so it's something I can use. Is there? A, does it? Ex- does it expire? Um, it does not. Okay. There's but usually you can only a have box. one at a time. There's actually a box up up by the by your strength, just to the right of your strength. 
inspiration. Yeah. So just you, a one. Yeah, just put a check mark. You can only have one at oh, a time. Okay. It's like your bank. Okay, so yeah, I have an inspiration. Yay. But I take 11 damage. So you still take 11. There was a dimension in which I only took 10. <laughs> I know. I, I re-rolled. Uh, you were not as lucky. Did I get a chance to see the pendant? You said it was different. Did I see what was different about it? Um, oh. Yes. I didn't actually say it was different. That was last time. There was the other dimension. It's <laughs> leaking. It is different. Um, the pendant looks uh, looks different. The other pendants were like a wireframe um, uh, metallic. Um, so they had like gaps and, and holes. This one is more robust. It looks like it's actually, um, uh, it's still the same symbol. Uh, but it's it's carved into like nice uh, ornate stones um, and and has like a backing and stuff. So it's it's um, uh, a heavier pendant, I guess uh, is a good way to put it. Um, but it looks it looks nicer um, and it looks like it was crafted with more intention. But it wasn't like other than Groomsh or anything. No, it is oh, still okay. the same. Symbol. I thought we had another another party had entered the fray. Oh, n- not not. To your knowledge okay. so far. Gotcha. Oh, dude, I screwed up. Uh, we need to start over. Can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So uh, all you guys now, you've taken this necklace off of him, um, and he is starting to uh, kind of come back into consciousness. I think you just sort of bashed him on the back of the head. So, so he's right. sort of starting starting to come, come to again. Uh, and you have him tied up effectively on the ground. Right. Um, what, do you, what do you want to do here? What's the plan of attack? I... Zone of Truth is sort of what I was thinking. I don't have one prepared. Oh. I will Zone of Truth him. Sweet. What is your um, saving throw for that? That's a great question. I think it's 13. Uh, well, he did not succeed in that. Well, that is a um, as he thing. starts to come to, uh, you can see he, he, he kind of shakes his head and he's, he's like blinking his eyes uh, and he's starting to wake up and he's... Uh, suddenly realizes that he's tied up and he kind of shakes with some panic and he looks up at, at the three of you. Quick question. Four of you. Uh, when you do Zone of Truth, do you say, is it obvious that you're doing a Zone of Truth? To him or to you? To me. Um, we've done it before. Meaning, so would I know, like, okay, uh, Shusha's clearly doing something here. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay, like, okay. playing a beautiful song oh, on okay, my violin. Okay. Oh, but you're just playing a song. It's a musical. It's a it's a yeah, magical okay. musical song. I'm it asking probably looks like magic. Zone of Truth. I want to know what I would do when I see him starting to wake up because if I don't think that you're like doing something, I'm gonna probably try to slap him or something. Oh, you can slap him. It doesn't yeah. bother me. So I see him waking up. Mm-hmm. Zone of Truth doesn't mean we're friends. Okay. Zone of Truth means he cannot. Uh, lie. And so like I go up and I like slap him. Um, Actually, technically speaking, all of us have to make the save. Yes, that's true. So oh, for what? Go ahead and everyone, everyone gets the save for Son of Truth. For Son of Truth. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a uh, fifteen-foot radius. Wisdom save, right? Fifteen. That's uh, charisma save. Uh, charisma save. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh man, he failed that by even more than I thought he was going to. Uh, Sixteen. I didn't make it. Okay. I failed my own save. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of being irrelevant. No, well, I, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm okay. So, Grolo, you actually, you don't have to lie. Um, but you know you that, But you know something was cast, and you know you resisted it. That's, okay, that's, so I feel something like you, that. You, you experience a, a sort of like, there was a spell, and you resisted against Rrr, it. What just happened? That was a zone of truth. Ooh. You cast a zone of truth. So now I have to tell you the truth? Fine. I, I really like the pies. <laughs> Thank you for your discretion. <laughs> what um, about you, Thrain? What do you really like? Uh, I like, uh, what do I really like? Uh, a good hammer on a good anvil and sweat in my beard. Wait, did I just say that? That's very personal. 
As the general comes to, he he sort of panics and shakes and looks up at the at the uh, four of you, uh, and he says, uh, "Who are you? You're clearly not Grumpshice. <gasps> I have an idea. Could we use zone of truth on him? <laughs> uh, we are not Grumpshites. We worship Moradin, and we are here to kill all of you. So tell us." Who you don't are and what you plan. are doing here. <laughs> Brain's telling him our plan. I don't Shush. want to tell you what I, who I am and what I'm doing here. My name is Krumag Bloodcrusher. That's B-L-O-O-D-C-R-U. This is where you slap him. Slap! And we are here where we will take back the lands that should have been ours. Why are you doing that? And... As is always the case uh, when somebody's under zone of truth uh, and doesn't realize it, you can see his brow kind of furrow up as he realizes that he's telling you more than maybe he, <laughs> he wants to be telling you. Um, and he says, because the, the orcs were banished to, to um, uh, unruly lands long ago and Groomsh has rallied us together once again to take back that which should have been ours and eliminate the weaklings that inhabit those lands now. Liar! I think he's lying. I can tell when someone's lying. You can see it in his forehead. Have, I, have you talked to Lord Blancmere before? I've spoken to a, a the vessel that is Lord Blancmere. What do you mean by vessel? I mean that he now is our lord and our leader, Groomsh. What do you mean he's groomed? She's Lord Blancmere. No, he is something more than that. And you can see um, uh, everything he's saying is true, but he his uh, he goes from from sort of having a, an angry expression uh, to um, fear. You see, like legitimate fear in his eyes as he as he talks about Lord Blancmere, um, and he says he is something truly horrifying. Um, and then it goes back to sort of anger, and he goes, and a, a glorious leader that will help us take back that which should have been ours. Hmm. Who, waits for, who waits for us ahead at the trail? Um, ahead at the trail? An army, the likes of which you have never seen. The orcs rallied together and out for blood. The head, the head of this trail, who waits for us beyond that you're taking? Who are you taking us to? I was, the army. You're taking us to an army? Yeah, I was going to, that's where... That's where we were going to... I was going to take you to the army. How many, how many in the army? I, I, many. More than I can count. And well, who's in charge of the army? L- Lord Blancmere is. Blanc- Lord Blancmere is ahead on this trip. That's who we were taking us to. Yes. Well, I mean, y- yes. Yeah. I was going to... I didn't really believe that you were Groomshites, because you seemed kind of fishy. I was going to take you there. Normally, I just pay you. So you're going to take us there... So uh, that you find could... out more information. And... Uh, who, who are you? Oh, uh, I can't lie because he cast something. So uh, I am Grollo, but I will also tell you I don't like this one bit. Oh, I don't like this either. I'm tied up. It is very uncomfortable here on the ground. I am Thrain Orkshorn, and I believe that Grollo has a very gaunt face. That's surprising given his I, given I, the girth of his body. I start pulling on my ear. <laughs> 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 Uh, how can we defeat Lord Blancmere? No one can defeat Lord Blancmere. What is Lord... What is, when is Lord Blancmere going to unleash the army? Ha! Uh, the army shall be unleashed upon the holiday. Uh, we shall take back the city that, that 
ultimately controls this land and with that power truly bring Lord Blancmere to his power of Groomsh. He shall be summoned and shall become the true avatar. And at that moment, an arrow comes flying out from the the um, swamplands um, and embeds itself in the chest of, oh. of General Bloodcrusher. Um, and out from the shadows... Uh, you see a figure kind of step his way um, from from the swamp and walk up onto the into the clearing that that you have, and the figure is very recognizable. Um, it is Lord Blancmere. Oh my God! As he dun, steps dun, out, dun. as he steps out from the shadows, um, he looks down at uh, at Bloodcrusher, who um, dies instantly as the arrow pierces his heart. <laughs> oh no! Um, and uh, he says. You know, the only thing that I like less than people meddling in my affairs is somebody who is not loyal. Well, I can't lie, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to kill you. Well, then you'll definitely like me because I'm extremely loyal to Moradin. Meet my hammer. And I just run up to him and hit him with it. <laughs> um, uh, everybody roll initiative. Can I? Uh, well, I got to. Um, I got a 20 on my neck. Whoa. I really want to give him bardic inspiration for that running over there. <laughs> for the running over there? I'm going to play the battle song. Dex, Dex. 19. Mine is 22. Jeez. I roll a 20 and I still can't manage to go first. Okay. Just gonna, I, I still have the violin out from when I did Zone of Truth. So I'm just gonna, oh. Oh, what was yours again? 20. 20. And that was 19. These are great initiatives. I know, it was a waste of a crit. It was a natural 20? Yeah. Wow. Then in that case, I'm putting you first three. I don't know if anyone's crit yet this this campaign. Has anybody? I, I feel like... I know, I've won. I've won. <laughs> we've definitely had crit I feel fails. like we've, we've had a couple Critical of crits. Fails. I, I feel I like we have, too. A specific uh, one. Sort of a sense memory of Nothing the, that was, like... thrill. Like, epic. Yeah. Yeah. But I've had epic fail. <laughs> um... So what happens before you... Uh, a couple of things happen before you actually have a chance to climb, cl- close the gap to him. So you, you say that, and you raise your hammer, and you, you charge towards him. And he's only uh, maybe 15, 20 feet from you. Um, and so it doesn't take you very long to get over to him. Uh, but he raises his hand and motions, um, and a hail of arrows comes from the, the forest Should around have you. Should known that. Um, sort of from every direction uh, as, he, as he does that. Um, and all of you are attacked by these arrows. Can we see if they're magically summoned or whether they're from soldiers? Um, I can let you kind of piece it together that they are, they are from soldiers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that would change the way that I would respond. Uh, but Shush, you, you can tell, in fact, all of you can tell, um, it is a lot of soldiers. It's a that's, lot. That's, um, that's you're, you're, you're looking at maybe like two dozen soldiers oh. um, in the, in the forest around you. Although Blancmere is the only one that's, that's like close enough to be, to be really like melee attack um, distance. But now that they've sort of revealed themselves, you can see them kind of poking, uh, stepped mm. out from trees and, gotcha. and things like that. Um, uh, let's see. We'll do this in just like one big, um, oh, lob and volley. All of you got hit. Um, <sighs> Shush, you're going to take, um, 12 damage from that. Whoa. Uh, Grolo, you're going to take 14 damage. Whoa. Um, uh, Thrain, you take a little less. You only take 8 damage. Um, and the... 
Um, as you run forward, I also need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. I got a 15. Uh, 15 is enough. You feel um, Blancmir cast a spell on you, and it's a familiar spell. He casts Hold Person on you. Yeah. Uh, but you run forward all the same and charge at him, uh, and it is your turn, Thrain. Isn't it? Uh, no, you rolled a natural 20, so I put you at the top oh, of the okay. Um, I just attack him, I suppose. <laughs> that's what I do, because that's what I feel like doing. And I probably miss with a six. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Thrain, roll me a strength saving throw. Uh, I got a 16. Um, that is not enough. Um, as you attack him with the hammer, um, he doesn't just get out of the way. He catches your hammer. Oof. Um, and then you watch as, with a hand, um, uh, just as quick as you, as you can imagine, uh, he cuts the head from the, from the hammer oh. uh, off of the, the staff, off of the, the um, handle part of the hammer. Um, and then... Uh, I guess he doesn't. He'll have to wait for his turn. Uh, but um, now you don't have a hammer anymore. Oh no, dude! Uh, sh- oh god, what sh- am I into? <laughs> yeah, I was going to do bardic inspiration. I'm uh, feeling god. suddenly very uninspired. Though. So there's going to be like a a violin, like preparing to play a battle song, and then like a <laughs> um, <laughs> a bardic de- desperation yeah. or. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, Shush plays what he feels. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> can I uh, see what? Because I think Shush builds what he's going to do off of his party. Can I see what uh, Thrain and Grolo are? You can. You could delay your your turn until after Grolo. Um. Yeah, well, I don't know if I need to base off of your rational decision making, but I think Thrain is sort of like our party leader. So if Thrain wants he, to, he charged for it. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. But Thrain is maybe maybe it's time to go. Like take us. To your leader or something <laughs> instead of, um, you know, whatever. I'm gonna uh, uh, mm, too much responsibility. This is this is hard. Um, I think I think what I'll do is then just play Bardic Inspiration for Thrain so that he can be a little more successful the next time. So okay. I will after that like um, moment with a violin slightly discordant tune. I'll start playing a little bit more of an inspiring tune for for Thrain. <laughs> I'm inspired. Uh, so I was, you know, I turn around, I see, and I yelled what I yelled and I was ready to go full charge when I see, but I see Thrain rush in first and then I, I just saw him lose his hammer. Yeah. And get so, pile, pummeled by a pile of arrows. Oh, yeah. yeah no, and I just got hit just hard. Got hit by so my, my quote unquote Grolo strategy changes. Uh, I was going to rush this dude and just do what I would usually do. But then my my fear for my friends uh, kicks in. And so I actually am going to run and pick up Thrain. And uh, is Shush right next to me? So I'm going to pick up – where where is uh, Nicholas? Uh, Nicholas is also kind of close by to you. Okay. I I wonder if I can pick up the three of them and run to the forest. Like basically in my mind I'm like – we're getting the heck out of here because, like, we're open and we're going to get shot, and I'm hurt. So I try to pick up the two of them or at least grab them or pick up tr- – I can definitely pick up at least two of them. And then I run to Thrain to pick them up, and I start dashing for the forest. Can I do this kind of thing? Um, yeah. Are you also raging? 
I haven't. Oh shoot! Uh, I haven't raged. No. Uh, okay. I was only thinking because you get to. You're gonna have to make some strength checks to pick everybody up. Well, it's kind of weird. Like I would have normally raged because if I was gonna go attack and I just got hit and like, Wah! but then I got really afraid for Thrain. So it's like in a weird way, it's like de-escalated me. The you know, it's weird. But it took the wind out of all our yeah, sails. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. oh, oh. So I'm gonna try to do that. I I didn't have an action on my turn. Yeah. Can I use my action from last turn to jump into Grolo's arms? Yeah. <laughs> in like a do, you, here, do you you like big galoot. <laughs> like somebody being scared by a mouse or something? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. Like more like uh, I'm picturing more like a more like a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah. Keep your arms right, free right, right, to right, grab right. the guy. Oh, who's that, been, there we go. Yes. So just <laughs> uh, cool because Shush more is, fan art ideas, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, because Shush is helping you out, it's one less target that you you kind of have to pick okay. up with your arms okay, at okay. least. <laughs> so, like he can he can jump on your back. Right. Um, so grab Nicholas. Roll me a strength saving throw with advantage because Shush is helping you out on that. So I picture this actually with my my left arm over Grolo's shoulder, Eight. and then my my legs sort of like tucked. <laughs> Eighteen. So my body 18. is like angled out i can see what's going on because I'm, I'm hooked with one arm over grolo's shoulder so you're, you're you're shush is on your back um you you've grabbed nicholas yeah and you're running up and you're gonna grab yeah Thrain. uh Thrain. and i'm gonna head i want to head to the to the forest where it's harder to for them to see us and hit us um uh, perfect um i think you're strong enough to be able to to grab everybody it does uh maybe slow you down a little but right. maybe your adrenaline is is pushing you forward um as you come up to grab Thrain. Blancmere is going to make a grab for you. Um, but what's your armor class? Um, it's 14. Uh, as, as you grab, pick up Thrain, uh, he does not succeed in, in making the grab for you. You slip uh-huh. just out of his grasp. Um, and you can hear with a frustrated tone uh, that he says, um, You are strong, young orc. Uh, and then he turns to his army and or his his troops, I guess, uh-huh. uh, and he says, "Take them and bring them back to me." Um, and another volley of arrows is going to come oh. your direction. Um, and given the circumstances, um, the he, volley of arrows—he has, he has a bunch of shields. I have shields. You have a bunch of shields, but it's all your teammates. Um, I actually like the idea a lot better um, in kind of painting this as a cinematic moment. Uh, Grolo, there's there's no way you're carrying three people through a swamp and getting away right, from right. from uh, literally two dozen two dozen uh, soldiers. And and to be clear, like my plan extended only as far as <laughs> I'm gonna go to because we're in a clearing. I'm gonna go to not clearing. Right. <laughs> um, as you as you get to not clearing, you can see that there are not just two dozen archers. There's a whole platoon of other soldiers um and as you come running out the archers pummel you with arrows uh and grolo you do everything in your power protecting the 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 teammates that you have um uh surrounding you as you are uh, taken down by the mass of of archers um and the the other soldiers come up and uh clearly aiming not quite to kill you uh come up and and just start bashing you all 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 of you with oh um, my god blunt, blunt weapons um, what did you wake into, up on the wrong side of the into your unconsciousness <laughs> the bed the today? dungeon master the bed. dungeon master bed oh my god this is cruel you're all reduced to zero hit points <gasps> holy crap in dungeons and dragons zero hit points doesn't mean that you're dead it just means that you are 
unconscious. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, technically, at this point, would be normal. Mostly when you're dead. Mostly, mostly dead. dead. Uh, Liar! <laughs> I'm not a witch on your wife. He said true love. <laughs> so actually, let's take a break and have it be a, a, uh, <laughs> a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back from the break. If you want to learn more about how to kill all your players, go to (laughs) gametogrow.org and learn more about how to use Dungeons & Dragons in therapy. Please continue, Adam. Would this have happened in the other dimension, I wonder? Right? (laughs) That's a good question. We'll never know. (laughs) You'll never know. Let's try it again. In the other dimension, you only took 10 damage, so maybe maybe you'd survive. Um, uh, A couple of things happen. Uh, The first is you're not dying. Um, you are not dead yet. Um, the second is, as you are unconscious, Thrain, um, I'm curious, uh, did that hammer mean anything to Thrain? I mean, it was a, a hammer <laughs> that he's had in on his side for five or six years or something, but it wasn't a family heirloom or anything. Hmm. Um, Thrain, while you are unconscious, um, you get a, a, a short vision, um, really more a memory of a vision. Uh, and you remember once again the the path that um, that your God showed you that Moradin showed you uh, to the hammer buried under the mountain, uh, and you sort of re review that vision as you you zoom over the the landscape and dive into the mountain and find this this sealed chamber. Uh, where this hammer lies. Do I know what direction it is, or is it just... Uh... You have an idea that it's to the north. Okay. Um, and you have, you, you're have you pretty sure you could identify the mountain if you if you got a, got your hands on a map of that area. Okay. Um, but um, you don't quite know where the chamber is inside the mountain. Um, that, part's, that part's sort of a mystery. Um, but you sort of have that, have that imagery again, and you also remember when you got this, this hammer um, and the sort of adventures that you have had with it. Yeah. Um, you come to, uh, all of you are tied up in a tent. Um, you can't see anything outside the tent. The tent doesn't really seem to have much in it. Um, although you can hear a lot of noises. Um, you can hear the noises of, of, uh, actually very familiar noises to you, Thrain. The, the noises of, uh, hammer on anvil, um, and fires and discussion that's happening outside. But all the discussions that are happening outside are happening in Orkish. Um, and in this tent, there is not a lot. You each are tied to a, a very strong-looking um, pillar uh, made of wood uh, uh, from the top and from the bottom. So basically your hands are tied up over, over your heads and your, your feet are tied down uh, to keep you from swinging. Um, and you each have a gag over your mouths. Um, oh, man. There's also a table on the side of the room where all of your possessions, all of your weapons and your bags um, uh, are all laying. And so- somebody has clearly rummaged through everything that you, that you have. And they've sort of poured everything out over the, over the table um, and, and seem to have been looking through it. Um, all your weapons are, are sort of lying there haphazardly. Um, and uh, you can hear somebody uh, from outside the tent say, um, have they woken up? Uh, it's about time we have a conversation. Do I then hear a little doll say, Grollo, you have lived your life without care for other people. Now you need to get out of here by eating everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Grollo, in his his very weakened state, (laughs) starts to hear some strange voices. 
Um, actually, uh, now that you have come to, um, you realize you're not at zero hit points. You're all at five hit points. Woo! And um, a few figures walk through the door. One of them is the same figure that you saw before, Blancmere. Um, Blancmere is dressed in a long coat. Actually, a pretty nice dress, given the... the um, tribes that he's been hanging out with uh, he's just in, in a very long coat um and sort of a, a vest uh but he is now wearing a, a like bigger symbol of groom over around his his neck in a, in a larger sort of um statement of his allegiance is that necklace a strangulation necklace um honestly you're not sure hmm. um it looks it's a it's the same symbol um but you have no idea whether or not that's that is Mag- you don't know if it's magically mm, okay. not by looking at it. <laughs> um, Blanc- Blanc- comes in and he, as you as you struggle and, and speak, he seems to sort of ignore you for a moment. And he comes in with two other orcs that also look to be likely maybe generals or high ranking high ranking orcs. And then a very s- a, a sort of smaller orc who kind of limps his way in, uh, and he has kind of a mangled leg. Uh, and uh, Blancmere turns to the um, bigger orcs and he says, um, these four have apparently infiltrated our camp and find out, found out more about us than I would like for them to know. Um, tell me how that happened, General Bloodhollow. Um, and one of the other orcs says, um, the, the warlocks of Bloodhollow know nothing of this treachery. Uh, if they have found out that information, then there must be something else going on in the city of Priya. One of the churches there must have betrayed us. And uh, Blancmere sort of holds his hand up and he says, If it is the city of Pahija, then it is my domain and I shall take care of it myself. I'll find out whoever these, these four have been communicating with and eliminate them from the picture. Um, uh, he turns to you, Grolo, and he says, um, You do have quite a lot of passion, don't you? <laughs> I'm like struggling. Um, he uh, turns to one of the other ones and he says, I am unfortunately due back at my um, duties. I still have to maintain the appearances in order to make sure that this plan goes off without a hitch. However, I plan to make sure that there are no other hiccups, um, no other problems that may arise within this. Um, and he turns to the smallest, to the smaller orc that's there, the one with the, the sort of injured leg, um, and he says... Make sure they tell you everything. And then get rid of them. I uh, say, uh... <coughs> uh... And he, say, he, he uh, nods and he walks up. Uh, and he gives you, like, a long look, Grollo. Uh, and he says, you have great rage in you. Uh, and then he leans in close to you, his face o- almost, almost next to yours. And he says, but it's not yours. It's mine. Um, and he reaches into your heart, Grillo, um, Kali Ma style. Oh. Uh, his fingers don't pierce your flesh, uh-huh. uh, but as he reaches up, he pulls from you, and you feel something drain from you uh, oh. that you've never felt before. Um, and all of a sudden, Grillo, you feel weak. Uh, not weak of oh. strength, but weak of heart. Uh, and a- as he does that, you see him 
uh, take a deep <coughs> breath in, uh, and a little bit of color fades from from your skin, Grolo, almost like oh you're a little sickly. Um, and Maybe you're a little gaunt. A little gaunt. A little gaunt. <laughs> Maybe this is a prognostication over here. Um, and uh, as he does that, you see him uh, almost bolster in strength. Um, and oh. then there's a moment um, where you can see a little past his eyes. He's close enough uh, for you to see him, and his eyes flash, and you realize this is no man. This is no human. This is something else standing in front of you. Oh, um, and then he turns and he, he walks up to, to Uthrain uh, and he says, a follower of Moradin here. What are the chances? I just, I glare at him. Uh, and a, as, as he looks you up and down, he says, when you return back to him, give him a message for me. Um, and with that, he punches you in the face. Um, uh. He doesn't punch you that hard, but you don't have a lot of hit points left. Uh, you lose two more hit points. <laughs> I, I laugh heartily. Uh, and he, he sort of smiles back in your direction as, as you laugh, and he says, I'm glad you've got spirit. Um, that will make this much more interesting. Uh, and then he, he turns and he says, um, make sure they don't leave, and, uh, and he points to the orc, and he says, kill him if he screws up. Uh, and uh, the two generals uh, both nod and uh, stand at the... At the uh, edge of the of the tent one of them outside the tent and the other one on the inside um and the smaller orc uh sort of starts getting himself ready um as blancmere uh waves and leaves the tent with his sort of cloak billowing behind him uh, and you can hear the sound of horses and a carriage as he um clearly gets gets aboard a a, a carriage drawn by horses and and takes off oh, what a disaster the figure in front of you, the smaller orc, um, turns to all of you and he says, Hello, it's wonderful to meet you all. My name is Justin. <laughs> nice. Hello. I'll be your torturer for today. Oh, no. um, do you have any allergies I should be aware of or any particular um, uh, particular soft spots? Some people have like, uh, you know, tickly tummies, things like that. Anything like that I should be aware of. Oh, right. Your gags. Of course, you can't say anything. Uh, let me help you with that. Um, and he kind of reaches up and he actually can't reach to your gags. You guys are, are kind of like high enough that, that he can't do it. So he he, he picks up like a stick um, and he kind of uh, um, uh, with like a, 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 a little sharp end, uh, a dagger on the end of it. And he, he picks it up and he kind of cuts your gags off of you. Um, and he says, great, it wouldn't do any good to torture you for information and then not have you be able to give me information. That doesn't work very well that way. Uh, so uh, it's, it's wonderful to meet you. What are your names? You'll get nothing out of me. I welcome meeting Moradin in the afterlife. Perfect. Uh, often of times people don't want to give names, so I'll just give you a name. Uh, I think I'm going to name you um, Frederick. Uh, you're Frederick. Uh, wonderful. And the rest of you? Um, my name's Shush. There's nothing I hate more in the entire world than having my hands free. Ah, ah. He's oh a, man! He's a clever I would one, just, this, this it would just, I would, I would just be so tortured if you let my hands free. I hate to look at my own hands. I've killed so many people. It's a guilt thing, really. <laughs> what? Well, that's that's great information. Yes, and he kind of pats your leg, <laughs> and he says, "Not my first rodeo, you know." <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> I, did, I didn't. I didn't hear it. 
I, I, I'm whispering something, and, and I, it, it seems like I'm trying to tell him something, but I, it's I, very quiet. He, he does. He does like kind of walk up a little bit, a little <laughs> bit closer. How close does he get? Uh, he gets. He gets pretty close to you. Does he get close enough? <laughs> to where I can bite him? Yeah. Um, he's Do not it. tall enough for you to uh, bite him. Uh, but he does get close enough for you to, to maybe, like, wiggle and hit him. Or pee on him. I just keep I just keep trying to whisper something to see if he'll get close enough, because I want to bite him off. Uh, he says, I, I, I can't quite, I can't quite, I can't quite wait that out. Oh, let me get the stool. Um, and he, he steps away, uh, and back over by, by the table with all the, all the stuff, um, underneath the table, he kind of pulls out, um, there was like a, a, not really a chair, but like a a three-legged stool, um, and he pulls it out and he, and he drags it over and he, he gets up on top of the stool, um, and he says, what was that now? Is he now close enough? Yeah, now he's... I basically opened my mouth and with a lot of rage (laughs) because of what just happened, uh... And you can tell, like, I don't know if anyone's looking at my eyes, but my eyes have kind of, like, changed because I'm just, like, hurt and, and angry. And then I just bite his face, like, <laughs> so hard. You can bite him, but it doesn't have the rage you want it to. Uh, you find yourself stunted as you try to muster the anger that has traveled with you for your whole life, Grolo, and that you've had and that has been a source of... Maybe sometimes uh, um, frustration, maybe sometimes poor things have happened in your life as a result of it. But in this moment, and in so many others before this, it has served you well, Uh. and it is not there when you reach for it. But you do still bite him. Uh, <sighs> uh, he's not hard to, to reach. Yeah. Uh, and you, you um, bite him really good. Do uh, you want to go for an ear or a cheek? Take his nose off. Because he was kind of leaning in he's from kinda the leaning, side. He, he's kind of leaning so, in from the yeah, side. I, so I'm trying to take that nose. ear off. Uh, you, get a, you get a solid chunk of ear. Yeah. Uh, and he screams and falls backwards off the stool. And he goes, ah, I always fall for that. <laughs> um, and you can see, um, kind of looking him over, he does have a lot of scars. Uh, he does have, he looks like he has, this would be the, not the first time maybe even that somebody took a chunk out of his ear. Um, And I say, oh, it isn't your first rodeo, I see. (laughs) uh, He says, it is not. Um, but, uh, I have learned lots of things along the way. Do you know how much better it works to use someone's own stuff against them? And with that, he pulls, uh, the rapier off the table and he, and he kind of points it at, at Thrain and he goes, "Mm, not your style. Uh, it is you. my style. It's mine. No, no. I've gotten very good at this part. Uh, and he walks up to, to Shush and he goes, um, tell me, um, what brought you here? Uh, can I spit? I want to spit the piece of ear I bit off at his face. Uh, yeah. Uh, it kind of gets in his way uh, and he, he, he like bats it away and he goes, ah, I forgot you had it. Um, and he turns to the general and he goes, these four are really unruly. Uh, and the general kind of grunts uh, and looks mildly unhappy. Um, and at this point, you guys can hear that there is a commotion kind of building up outside outside the tent. Um, and the general turns to the general on the inside of the tent turns to the one on the outside, and he says, "What's going on out there?" And the one on the outside, who was the one that was um, uh, called General Blood Hollow, uh, says, "Some of the tribes are fighting again." And and the general kind of shakes his head and he says, every single time Blancmere leaves, holding these together will be a feat of strength only Grumsh could do. 
Um, and the, you can hear the general outside the tent uh, walk away um, and start shouting orders at, at some other orcs. Um, as you can hear, there's a lot of commotion happening uh, outside the tent. I say to the, there's another general there, right? Uh, there is. And I say, you'll never control those heathens and those filthy animals. They're animals. They're nothing. You'll never control them. He said, he, he turns to you and he, you clearly like, are, he is, he is uh, getting angry. Uh, and he walks forward and he goes, animals are we? When you've taken everything that we had, everything that we deserved? <laughs> taken? We live here. You you need to go to the wastes where you deserve to live, and groups needs to go back. You dwarves think that you're so much better than the orcs. We are better than the orcs. Ah, with your tiny Everyone's stature, better than the orcs. You're weak. You're weak just like all of your kind. Untie me and we'll see who's weak. Ah, you can't bait me into that, and he grabs you by the by your armor. Um, and, and kind of shakes you in the in the um, thing in that moment. Uh, both of you roll me um, perception checks. Oh man! Uh, I got a three. Uh, it's uh, the dexterity. What is it? Perception. So it's when your skills. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, twenty-one. Perfect. Um, Grolo, you are the only one who notices this. But as the general shakes Thrain, mm-hmm. uh, the ropes at his feet tug at the board um, that connects, that is, is sort of laid across the ground, connecting all of you. Um, and it is enough that it, it um, uh, loosens the board for, for um, I guess I'll say your legs. For my legs. Uh, yeah. Um, and so you think maybe even with a really good tug, you might be able to pull the whole rope, rope loose uh, from the board at your feet. For all of us? No, just oh, for okay. you. Okay. Um, uh, but he continues to, to kind of be in, in Thrain's face, uh, and he says, Your people are the garbage that we will consume when we take back over this land. You guys eat garbage? <laughs> we, we eat whatever blood comes, <laughs> path, uh, uh, comes across our path. So, so, so what I'm noticing, let me make sure I understand. My, am I noticing, like, my legs could be free? Yeah, so basically your legs are still tied together. Yeah, um, but, but I they're tied, They were tied down to a, to okay. a post. Now, and now you can kind of pull can, it. How close am I to that general? Um, you could maybe kick him, but you couldn't really, like, like wrap your legs around him or anything okay, like that. Okay, so I could kick. Yeah. Okay, and then um, is there any way that I could... Oh, oh yeah, okay. So is there any way that I can reach... Can I reach the legs of my compatriots here uh, somehow? Like loosen them with my legs? Um, like kick their legs out or something? I, well, does Grolo wear not. shoes? Actually, I mean, either, some, either some way, I would assume boots. you don't have any shoes on. Um, Help prehensile out your toes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I, I would say without without a bigger distraction, you probably couldn't like like swing your feet over enough to like start untying somebody's legs. Um, unless, without people noticing. Okay. I would think if you're untying knots with your toes, we would be pretty <laughs> impressed. Right. Uh, all right, so Mesmerizing. I, I say uh, to the, I say to Thrain, I say, Thrain, c- calm down, friend. There's, there's no point anymore. Yes, uh, and I will go out like a warrior, kill me now, set me free, and I will, and we will fight in battle. And um, I, I say to the general, "Hey, uh, I'll help. I'll help you." Uh, he says. Uh, he turns to you, and he's still kind of holding Thrain. Uh, and he says, "You will die like all the traitorous scum that that the rest of your tribes have done." Uh, I recognize you. You're one of the Grim Hammers. Fine. I'll 
I'll redeem myself by telling you what I know. Um, and you see the the smaller the smaller um, uh, uh, orc. Uh, who, the, tor- the torturer, Justin, uh, yeah. uh-huh. who who uh, um, <laughs> takes takes his sword and he goes, "Perfect progress!" Um, and he gets back up on the stool, uh, and he's still holding uh, Shusha's uh-huh. um, rapier. Uh, and he gets back up on the stool and he goes, "Go ahead, tell Master Justin all you know." Is he in front of me? Yeah, and he's holding the rapier. Yep. What's happening with the general? The general's—he's looking at you, but he's still um, he's uh, still holding Thrain. Thrain. And actually, now Thrain—he has reached out his hand, uh, and he's produced a green flame from the center of his hand. Okay. Um, and right. and he's like holding it closer and closer to your face, and he and he turns to you uh, again, Thrain. And he says, "I wonder how defiant you will be when I burn off your beard, dwarf." You're scared of me. That's why you won't untie me. Um, Truly scared. He 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 smirks and starts moving the the flame closer and closer to your face okay um what do you want to do girl? all right so i don't know this is a hail mary pass here but um i'm going to try to using all my core strength <laughs> uh <laughs> kick this little was he a goblin what is he a, he's an orc he's, he's just an orc. A, he's kind of a, a smaller orc. smaller orc yeah. i'm gonna try to like you know because he's like in front of me i'm gonna try to kick him sideways so that he tumbles in with into the general with the rapier Hoping for like some he'll damage, hit, he'll hit a particularly like power. Yeah, like, well, I'm at least certainly helping to take him out, the the little orc. But I'm hoping that the rapier finds its way to the general, or me, or Thrain. Or if you can but, get it up high enough, you, you can catch it. Yeah, but I'm so the problem is I'm not acting. I'm acting kind of despondently because of what's happened to me. So I'm sort of like. Uh, I don't feel that there's a lot left to live for right this second. So your, I'm just like, your emo goes nothing, your, you know, like that kind of thing. Your yeah. ER girl. Yeah. And, it, and it's worthwhile to point out, you're still physically strong. Yeah. Uh, it's just like sort of tapping into that, yeah. to that um, anger that, right, right, that right. you don't have as much of it anymore. Um, ironically, and correct me if this is not the way you intended, but ironically, uh, I'm, I'm being able to think a little bit because I'm not just acting on the rage. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so that's kind of how I'm reading this. I, I think I think it maybe does have a little a, okay. a little bit more like Grolo actually trying to use some tactics. Yeah. Uh more more so than he might have otherwise. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Alright. What'd you roll? Is there no inspiration? You have, you have inspiration. You have the inspiration oh, lets you re You can, you use, can it re-roll. use it on yourself. Yes. However, right now you're not talking into the mic. <laughs> I have inspiration. <laughs> you have inspiration. I didn't know I could use it on myself. You can <laughs> use it on yourself. All right. Well, I'm going to use it what'd on you, myself. What'd then. you roll? Uh, seven. Oh. Uh, which would have been a 12. Oh, no, not even a nine. So I'm going to use the inspiration on myself, which means I'm just going to roll again. Ah. <sighs> 13. The 13 is enough. Okay. Um, you only had to be faster than the, the orc in front of you. Okay. Um, uh, that is enough for you to, as he's like, he, he's very casually holding the, the sword, uh-huh. uh, like off to his side, because he's like leaning in to, yeah. to hear you uh, tell him all about your, your secrets yeah. and stuff. So you uh, pick your, your legs up and knock the sword, and he immediately, the sword flies out of his hand and immediately stabs the, <laughs> the, the general, general oh, uh, nice. through his side. <laughs> uh, and the general screams out in, in pain as he's like holding the flame really close to, uh, to Thrain. Uh, and really close to your face. Do I recognize what kind of flame it is? Um, yes. Uh, you can tell um, this guy is actually probably a warlock. Oh. 
Um, so and, it's like uh, an Eldritch Blast kind of thing. It's kind of like an Eldritch Blast okay. uh, kind of flame. Um, and uh, but as he's as he does that, he falls over. Um, and as he falls over, he falls over into the weapons table. <laughs> oh, nice! And the weapons table, uh, all the weapons sort of go flying everywhere, and all all of your equipment. Um, and he uh, collapses, and um, the oh, man. It's final destination. <laughs> the flame in his hand uh, catches the edge of the tent on fire. Oh yes! Um, and I he mean, he gets up. Uh, he's not down, but uh, he is like a sword stabbed into uh-huh. his side. And uh, Justin comes running up to him, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, who would have thought he would have done that?" So are are we tied to like a beam above? Uh, you are. And is is it? Is it looped over and down, or is it just tied to the thing? Um, I would say, uh, I guess it's it's tied on and then tied down. If that makes sense, like what? down to your to your hands. So yes, it goes over top the top of the okay. the beam. All right, and the only way to get us free would be to untie the knot or cut it or something. Yeah, something. And if someone cut time. it, would our hands be? Or free? I guess break the beam. Would our hands be free at that point? Uh, if somebody still cut be... the rope, yeah, you could you could uh, un- undo your your hands. Probably. Okay. And my legs being free means I probably can swing a bit, right? Y- yep, you can swing a bit. Um, you now have some some motion while the two of them are distracted. You have and the you have just a couple catching of, fire. a couple of seconds. Yeah. I'm afraid of fire. Uh, okay, so well that might actually expedite my my intensity of trying to get out of this. So I start swinging my legs. Maybe I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to like knock. Something loose, you know, just oh. swinging so around. The the, the um, Justin can't reach the our knots. Correct. Too short. Yeah. But the general can. But the general could. Okay. Um. Uh. I guess Grolo. Um. Since you're swinging around a bunch, yeah. you probably weigh quite a bit. Yeah. Uh. These are effectively the supports for the tent. Right. Uh. So the beam that you're tied to is is like you know there's like a frame supports on either end of the beam that are the and the, the beam is like. Literally, the the cloth of the tent uh-huh. is pulled over the top of the beam that you are also tied to. I see. Um, so as you start to to swing your weight back and forth, um, it does start to loosen some things. Both of you make me strength saving throws. Both of you, meaning Shush and Natural Twenty. I got an eight. <laughs> uh, Shush, you're still having some trouble with it, but Thrain, <laughs> you managed to pull your legs also up uh, from the from the beam beneath you. Um, so now you have some some leverage for for your legs as well. Okay, I cast command on the general to cut me down. Ooh, you cannot cast command without with your hands still tied. But it's just a verbal. Is it? Yep. Oh man, that's good. I just say cut me down. Actually, no. Sorry, I say cut him down. Uh, okay. So I love that it's just verbal. You can totally cast command. However. Um, command has to be a single word. Right. All what right. single word do you tell to the general? Fuck, I can't. There's not. It's too. Uh, <laughs> it's too. Cut rope. It's a hyphenated. Can <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you say yeah. like untie? Okay. Yeah, I guess. But like what? Like, uh, you know, wouldn't untie me? But that's obviously. Um, is there? I bet you in another language, there's like a verb that is. You could that say like me is release. 
Or, uh, so, yeah, but then he farts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, a couple of things to keep in mind with command. Emancipate. Um, <laughs> you generally, uh, you can command somebody to, to do something, but it, it is usually like a quick action. It right. is like um, drop means like let go of your weapon. Yeah, I mean, I was, um, I was. So doing something more complex, like untying something is usually too complicated for, for right. command to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I might still do it later, but uh, maybe right now it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. I won't do it. Uh, no, I, I, it, there, there may be something really, really good here. So I want you to hold on to that for your for okay. your tool. Um, but I, it, it's going to require you to be really creative okay. in the in the moment in order to utilize it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you still have your feet free. Yeah. Um, I try to swing my legs up to somehow wrench on the rope and my hands. Um, Thrain, uh, just like Grolo, they took off your shoes. Uh, so you can totally pull your legs up and then start trying to untie the, the rope or push off, push off the beam ahead of you. Right. Um, basically yanking the rope down. Yeah. Um, uh, you could totally try to do that. Do you want to try to untie it or do you want to try to push? Uh, can I, can I push on the beam and try to just yank my hands out? Like just, just through sheer force yeah. or, or like, you know, somehow just separate myself from the. Yes. Um, give me a strength saving throw. Uh, where's that natural 20? Oh, five. Hmm. <laughs> um, you start to, you start to push. Um, now I see him doing this, right? Yeah. So I get the same idea. You're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like, that, I'm like, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, that's a good idea. yeah. Give me a strength saving throw as well. Okay. Um, and Shush, you can make one more strength roll while this is going on. Uh, you can see the Justin is helping the, the general up and is, is like, um, getting ready to pull the sword from his side. 22. I want to... What did you want? What did you ask me? I was just asking, uh, Shushu, you, you, uh, you can make another attempt to try to pull your feet up. I was actually or, or thinking about trying to distract the two of them from, like, stopping them, because these guys have gotten pretty far. So I was going to do Vicious Mockery, which is just verbal. I love it. On, on, uh, on the two of them, or just aimed at their general direction, probably at Justin. What would you say? What, what kind of mockery are you, are you aiming for? Here? I think I would say that they're an embarrassment to their, to their tribe. <laughs> ah, like, say it, say it, say it. You, you, you call yourself an orc, you're an embarrassment to, to, to everyone. If, if they saw you, they'd be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, he gets a roll for... It uh, hurts. Which one are you aiming it at? It hurts because it's true. <laughs> it is true. Um, I... I think I'm aiming at because Justin was helping the other guy, right? Yeah. So I'd be aiming at him, so he wouldn't, so he would not be able to help him and pull the sword out of his side. Okay, cool. Uh, perfect. Uh, roll me damage for that. One d four. Grolo, you are are more successful. Thrain, Thrain's kind of put, pushing, and, and he gives you the idea. Uh, you lift your feet up and and pull on the on the thing. Um, it hurts your arms quite a lot, uh-huh. but you are able to get your arms your arms free, and you sort of uh, collapse down okay. onto the ground. Um, you're gonna take uh, I think three damage doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, but you and you, you now have rope burns kind of uh, on yeah. your wrists and all the way up your hands. Yeah. Uh, but you collapse down onto the ground, uh, yeah. um, and you are now. You got to break some uh, omelets. And, and I'll say <laughs> you're, you're able to break break or untie your legs instantly. You can you can do that very quickly. Okay. At this point, um, shush. I gave him four psychic damage. Um, as you say that to Justin, 
he's in the middle of like like pulling the the knife out, and uh, the general Blood Hollow uh, is is like, don't don't just don't wiggle it. I'm trying to pull pull it. Just pull it out. Um, and then you say this to to Justin, and Justin immediately um, uh, lets go of the the sword, and then uh, puts his head into his hands, and he goes, I am a disgrace, <laughs> and he starts crying. Uh, uh, and leaning on the table uh, as as he's as he's crying into his hands. Oh, patron Justin! <laughs> so, patron. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> um, Long live Justin. <laughs> uh, Grolo, you are now free. Um, three, and you can make another attempt at at um, pulling your hands out of this thing. Uh, twelve. Uh, twelve uh, is. <sighs> I'm going to say it's good enough. Okay. Uh, you managed to pull pull uh, your hands out. Um, you're also going to take some damage. Well, I could be dead at this point. Well, but I oh, can. No. You, can I try to grab him? Yeah, you want to catch him? Yeah, yeah. That'll lessen the damage. Okay. Uh, in that case, you only take one damage. Okay. What are you at? I'm at two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at um, two as well. Uh, uh, Grolo, you okay. you managed to catch. So I managed strain. to catch him. Um, and can I do uh, something else, or am I done? You, you have because of Shushin's distraction, you have just just enough extra time to maybe have another another round of it. Okay, so I uh, let me think. So the scenario is, I just caught Thrain. I'm pretty hurt, and uh, I'm thinking, okay, I gotta let, like Shushin's still trapped. But you didn't necessarily catch me. You could have just like you know softened my But I'm really worried that this general, even though he's hurt, first of all, like the tents on fire. We don't have a lot of time here. Yeah. Because, like, people are going to notice. And the, the fire is definitely spreading right. quick on the... But on I the also tent. don't want him running out and yelling, like, help or something. So I think my, my top priority now, even though Shusha's still captured... Oh, Nicholas. Is Nicholas... Nicholas is also... Uh, is he just oh, I guess, fully I guess tied? I haven't... Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nicholas so, is fully tied. So <laughs> I, we still need to deal with unle- uh, untime both of them. But I, I want to take uh, the general out while he's hurt uh, so that we can just be done with that. Uh, and I am unfortunately... You could drive the rapier in more. Well, yeah, I could do that. I'm, and unfortunately, this is rational. This is Professor Hulk, not normal <laughs> Hulk. So I am... Sure. So I come, like kind of oddly, calmly take out my maul and walk up, and I'm going to just like bang him on the head. Well, you have to get you, it from the you table. You do not have your maul. It is on the Oh, it is right. On the so table. I need to walk over. That's where he's at, right? Yeah, he is basically. So right I want to walk over, grab my maul. Not walk, but like I want to go over, grab my maul, and smack him on the head. Uh, okay, give me an attack roll with your maul. Um, you can you can go and pick it up, and Justin doesn't really bother you because he's crying into his hands. So, uh, twenty twenty one. Uh, that is enough to hit him. Uh, you bash him uh, over the head. Give me a damage roll. Six. Um, it's enough to hit him. You you pull out the maul and you you bash him uh, like across the face, uh-huh. um, and then he immediately like turns to you, uh, and he looks very unhappy. Uh, and he grabs the rapier himself and yanks it out of his side. Uh, and he says, "You've made a terrible mistake." Oh, um, and uh, um, it's not his turn yet, but he is now going to try to attack oh, you on gosh. his turn. Um, Maybe I should have freed one of my friends. Although Thrain is free now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Shush, I guess that makes it your. Uh, I am your going turn. to. If for my action, I'd like to try to get out. Okay. But my bonus action, I want to do healing word on Thrain. Is that also only verbal? Yep. Awesome. It's just a word. I, I appreciate that you guys are. are I'm looking it up now. What, what spells you can do while, yeah. while your hands are tied. Um, 
Uh, cool. Uh, you give me a strength uh, saving throw for pulling your, your legs out. 15. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, you're able to, to um, uh, kind of yank, yank your legs up. Um, and I'll also let you, um, if you wanted to pull your legs up and start trying to undo, now that you've seen Grillo and, and Thrain do the same thing, uh, you can do that with the same action. Okay. This is another strength throw. Um, or if you want to do dexterity and try to untie the ropes with your feet, with <laughs> your toes, you can totally Sure. That's a higher, is that a saving throw? Yep. That's a four. <laughs> That was six. not going to work. No, it's a six. <laughs> that's a big difference. Still not quite doing it, but you are you are working on it. Um, and you can cast Healing Word, so give me a roll for Healing Word. I think it's a D4 plus your um, spellcasting modifier. That is four. Um, so, Thrain, you are healed for four. Nice. nice. My Healing Word is Moradin. Ooh. Yeah, what, is, what does it look like when you cast it? Um, well, I'm tied up, so I'm like pulling, pulling, pulling my, trying to pull my hands out of the rope, but I just lean over and say Moradin. It's unclear whether I'm talking about the god or the band. Uh, and, then, and then what does it look like on Thrain? Is it like a little glow or something? Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I would say, um, it, is there a glow to it or a magical, visual, visible, visual magical effect? I, I think it's, I, I don't know. I was going to say it's sort of like the Joker, sort of like his, 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 uh, cheeks Green. come up like this and he grins <laughs> and sort of a ghastly like a forced smile yeah oh, that's pretty horrible <laughs> <laughs> but he's healed by four that's yeah. good i don't know um, that's just that uh, so, my some gut. of your some of your wounds and and burns and stuff he heal just a little bit um thrain and you're I like you're it. feeling like you have a little just a just a smidge more energy. a little pep a little, little pep in your step come on nicholas um, do? <laughs> Nicholas is going to once again try to yank his feet out, and he's also successful. Okay, uh, so he, he's able to to sort of uh, he, he more kind of wiggles his feet out, um, uh, but he uh, now that the board on the bottom is is mostly broken because of right. everybody kind of pulling up at it, um, it makes it much easier for him to do so. Uh, but and he's going to to um, turn to Grollo, uh, and he's going to say, um, "Yeah." Uh, hit him in the face for me. Um, and I guess that makes it Thrain, and then it'll be the general's turn after that. Does that give me, like, inspiration or anything? He's not, he's not a bard. I know. He's just cheering you on. But it feels good. <laughs> it, yeah. it still, still instills you with some yeah. good feelings. I, I, catch, I cast Silence on the whole tent. Nice. And, uh, and then I grab a weapon that's close. Um, what does cool. silence do? Just like, is it visual and audio or just audio? Audio. Just audio. Okay. Um, but it, it makes everything perfectly quiet, so you can't and say And you anything. can't cast spells. But you also can't cast spells that require a verbal component. I see. Yeah. So it's the, now you're in the so opposite So no one's going to hear what's happening, right. but they might see the fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you cast silence over the, over the tent, and it now becomes perfectly silent. And you can now see Justin... Sort of like visibly sobbing into his hands, um, and the the general. Is there um, a weapon that I can grab? Uh, yeah. What weapons did everybody have on them? Well, I'm, I set them all in a sling. Is your broken hammer still there? Is my broken hammer still there? On um, the head is still there. It would be really poetic if you just like bashed his head in with the top. Can of I the bash hammer. people's heads with my with the? Head? Yes, but okay. it requires two hands to use. Yeah. Okay. I grab. I, I mean, I grab that. The the, the head of your hammer. Do it for Moradin. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the general warlock um, uh, uh, was actually in the middle of casting a spell, 
um, when your silence hit. Um, so he, he was like moving his hands and then he was about to like um, blast Grolo with, with uh, some kind of spell. And then your silence in- interrupted <laughs> his very last word uh, oh. in, in his spell. Uh, and then you can see him like look around uh, and, then, <laughs> and then turn to shout um, and then kind of roll his eyes uh, and switch hands to his main hand for the rapier and go at Grolo with the rapier instead. Okay, uh-oh. Uh, Grolo, you don't have any armor. Oh, because they took it all off. Oh, actually, you do. Uh, you're a barbarian, so yeah, you, yeah. your armor is Yeah, is actually, because I don't have, have armor. armor. It's just my arm, my body. <laughs> uh, what does that make your A body AC? is my wonderland. Uh, what do you, what'd you ask me? What does that make your 14. armor 14. It should just be the same that it always is. Yeah, 14. Uh, uh, <laughs> amazing. Okay, he does not hit you. Nice! Um, <laughs> uh, he goes to, to lunge at you with the rapier, uh-huh. and Grolo, you're able to like ju- just dodge out of well, the way. Well, that's good, because I only have two hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and I guess Thrain, in that moment, uh, you can, you can make an attack on him. Okay. Uh, I got a 14. Is that it? Yeah, I think that will hit him. For eight damage. Um, uh, you, you take your hammer and you, um, bash him solidly on the head. Uh, let's see. How's he doing? Um... I think, given the circumstances, uh, if you want to, you won't kill him, but you can knock him out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's, he already got pretty badly hurt by the sword that was jabbed into his side, so uh, yeah, you can totally knock him out. Um, <laughs> you bash him over the head, and he collapses to the ground. This is like a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the ladder. Um, and uh, and uh, Justin sort of realizes that uh, he's in the tent with all of you, and he holds his hands up, and he says, he doesn't say anything, because there's a silence still going on, uh, and then you see him uh, turn and try to run out the, the front of the, of the tent. Can uh, I swing my legs at him and grab him? Yep. Like, uh, who is that Mortal Kombat character? Sonya Blade? Yeah. Like, grab him by the head? Yeah, give me a dexterity saving throw. Give me a Sonya Blade. That's a 17. That'll do it. Nice. Uh, you manage to, to grab him with your legs, and then you just want to hold him? Do you want to, like... I really want to do a full-on uh, Sonya Blade and, like, like, break his neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me a... Hmm. I mean, I, that's... Justin's a, it, pretty weak. I'm asking a lot from the Game Master right now, um, but that's that's what I'm going to... I'm, like, going to try to at least choke him out. Uh, yeah, I think you can choke him out. Uh, yeah, uh, break, I think break, I breaking know. his neck is maybe more than the skills that you have it to break someone's neck with your feet. A Mortal Kombat character. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I think you can. I think you can like hold hold on to him with the ties that are basically around your legs and like use your legs to to choke him out. Um, and Justin struggles against it, but he's really like not very strong. Uh, so he collapses to the ground. You guys now have sort of a brief moment. Um, you are in uh, a burning tent. A burning tent. Uh, in an orc encampment with a massive orc army uh, and two not dead but unconscious orcs uh, <laughs> lying there. Do I see my armor and shield? And Yeah, all the rest of your stuff is all still there because it all got splayed out and your bags are there and everything so you can kind of shovel everything back into into bags. And, I, and... I signal to Shush and I say, you know, I do that. <laughs> uh, to look at the bags or to look outside the tent? Outside, a point outside the tent. Um, I want to look outside the tent but I also... I... I'm gonna grab my rapier, and I'm gonna finish off that general. Okay. Okay. Like just like I'm gonna I'm gonna look at both of these guys, and I'm just gonna just coup de gras right there, precision attack on both of those guys. Like 
No more zone of truth. This is this is yeah. serious. Yeah. It's, it's, cool. I try to put out the fire. Yeah. Uh, can you cast uh, create water? Not with silence spell. Oh, you do have some um, water skins. I think you guys okay. had some water skins, so you can like take some water and from your water skins. Do these guys have any wine skins around or anything like that? Um, I guess you guys had looted wine skins from the from the guys. No, I think the orcs would have taken them. Uh, so you still have the water skins, but they took the wine skins back. Okay. Um, so I mean, I, I grab my stuff, but I'm starting to really get worried about the fire and start getting scared. So I'm, I'm kind of like slumping down. The the fire is spreading. So you start trying to to get some water skins out and 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 do it. The fire at this point has spread up the side of the the tent and is starting to get close to the to the roof of it. Oh. Um, and so, so is it not likely I'm going to put it out? Uh, I mean, you can you can certainly give it a give it a try. Um, to, to try, try to put it out. Okay. This all happens in like in seconds. You're right, you're right. kind of grabbing stuff. Yeah. After I stab those guys. I would go check out what's outside. Once you look outside, so the general that was out on the outside of the tent has left, um, and uh, you see a site that is um, a little hard to swallow, Shush. Uh, you see fires burning for um, a tremendous distance, um, and what looks to be, this isn't a small army, this isn't a, a, a tiny um, uh, um, tribe of orcs. You're literally looking out at what appear to be thousands oh of orcs. When you say fire is burning, you mean like campfires of exactly. troops, not like the troops are on no, fire. No, no, no. Okay, campfires like, of <laughs> troops. <laughs> burning orcs. We did a really good job of lighting that fire. So um, and you can gathering. see surrounding the the place around you, you're kind of like up on a little bit of a, a hill that gives you a little bit better vantage point. You can see the area surrounding you, there are the trees of the, of the marshlands. Um, and you can see the mists of this marsh have uh, kind of uh, covered this, this army to keep them very well hidden in this location wow. um and you can see even above you the mists have the mists of the marsh are like keeping a even a dome around you um as there are um there's like a fog you're clearly in like a valley within the the marshlands that is is keeping all of this very well hidden from anybody who might who might try to um get a look would i be able to know based on the geographic location enough to like like know where this is to let other people know where this is um it would be tough to do okay. the marshlands are hard hard enough to navigate um you could maybe point to the like most dense areas of the marshlands and be like maybe around there but it is a pretty okay. large area so it, frankly it would be you're not even really sure where you are in the marshlands much less how to tell somebody else where okay. you are certainly don't know how to get out of here exactly are okay. we close to the like are we on the periphery of this thing where we could like make a run for it or are we in the middle of the encampment um you are towards one of the ends but you're not like right up against the the marshes um so you may need to come up with uh, a disguise or or make a run for it or something along those lines um, the other thing that you notice, Shush, is there are banners that are up in different areas of the, the sort of massive encamp encampment of army. Um, and the banners all have different symbols on them. And they all have a, a symbol, a flag, um, followed by the symbol of Grimsh. So it's sort of two different flags that they're all, that they're all holding. Mm. But you can tell just by looking at it, that there are sort of designated areas for each tribe um, that they have they have kind of taken up. Um, and you can also see there's a whole area off to the side where you, where you can see them putting up a brand new banner um, and, and sort of bringing in new new people who are setting up their own tents and, and setting up their own things. Um, it's clear that they're still recruiting um, people to come and join the, mm. the cause and the army. I would like to very 
I guess non-verbally relay all of that information back to my teammates. I have no idea how you would do that. I, I just I dismiss the silence spell. <laughs> and that's what I saw. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear any of that. Did I get the fire out? Um, yeah, give me a... Uh, mm, we'll make it dexterity. Uh, 12. Oh, all right. That's better than I would have thought. Uh, yeah, I think you can put out most of the fire. The tent's still pretty badly scorched, um, but I think you, I think you, you've managed to use up the water skins and put out the fire. I look out the tent. And how far is the closest orc? Um, there are some orcs that are that are not far at all. Maybe like fifteen, twenty feet from the tent. They're not paying a lot of attention to the tent um, because there are lots of other tents that are around, and they're sort of wa- wa- walking around. Uh, in that area. But I, I lift up the back of the tent. Can I see, is there less orcs on that side? Yes. Um, you can see there's probably, uh, there's, there's another row, effectively a row of tents, um, and then um, uh, there is basically marshland <laughs> after that. Okay. Uh, are there, are, are there but any... Th- there are some orcs kind of walking around the back of the tent, but way fewer. Are there any horses or other... Creatures we could ride. <laughs> um, that's a super good question. Uh, I'm going to say yes. There are some horses. Um, there's actually quite a lot of horses that are that are sort of tied up at various different tents around the the area. Um, you suspect they're probably generals' horses uh, because most of the orcs probably don't have their own horses. I say I will create a distraction and I start walking out the front and I say. And when there's a break, you make for the woods. I start walking uh, towards Wait, Thrain, hold on. I, I, I have a question. Yeah. Does everyone know me? Does, do these orcs basically, like, are we all very well known now? Uh, that's a good question. They, uh, hmm. And would, would, I'll say, would we know? Grolo, you don't know. We don't know if we're known. You don't know if you're known. Okay, because you came to in the tent. You have no idea what information was, okay. was given. So I, I say, Thrain, wait. What if I infiltrated their camp uh interesting and then what by the way are would half orcs be allowed in this camp you saw that the uh, general blood crusher had yeah. half orcs yeah, um yeah. from your knowledge of orc culture i'll say because they had admired me in the town and stuff it, so. it depends a lot on the on the orc tribe okay. some of them would be accepting of half orcs and some of them would not and probably that's a point of contention between some of the orc tribes we could pretend that you captured us. We could do Ooh, it. pull a little Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? <laughs> all right. Maybe, maybe. So I, all I say is, like, maybe I could try to infiltrate their camp. And then what? I don't know. I want to go over to the general who's dead and see it and, like, uh, check out his armor. What is he wearing? Yeah, he is, like, um, uh... Like that, uh, like pads, like shoulder pads, and they they kind of come to around his around his chest. Would it fit on Grolo? Yeah, I think so. All right, I'm, he's, I like he's actually a little smaller than you, sort Grolo. Of motion towards it. Hey, what are you doing? I'm I'm uh, asking you a question. I think you should wear this, and we could pretend that you've captured us, and then you can escort us back to the city of Pahija. Oh, it's as, as far as my idea goes, but we could talk about it. All right. What do you think, Drain? Okay, let's do it. What do you think, Nicholas? Uh, yeah, I guess that sounds as good as good an idea as any. All right, let's do it. Um, um, is there anything else on the general or Justin's person slash the tent? We can do a real quick. Uh, yeah, like a survey, like a look over. See if there's anything worth um, 
collecting. See. Does the general have anything? Oh, uh, the general has a um, a book on him. Uh, the book is uh, a book that he is using to track which tribes have joined up with the mm. with the orcs here, um, and which ones either haven't joined or have denied uh, ah. joining up with the orcs. It's useful. Very useful. Um, Grolo, you obviously cannot read it, and yeah. it is in in orcish. Uh, but Thrain, you could read the the text of the of the book. If yeah. someone can like. Read it out. I can understand what what you know. Um, in just a very very quick uh, glance through the most of what stands out to you, Thrain, um, is uh, there's one particular tribe that um, is very familiar to you, uh, which is the Grimhammer tribe. Um, that tribe is familiar because that is the tribe that Grolo's dad belonged to. Oh, and, the, and are they holding out or are they? They are holding out. They have not joined up with the. It um, looks like your father's tribe is is holding out against the the horde. What? Can, that makes no sense. Why? He's so cruel. So likely to join. It says hmm. here he's he's one of the few tribes that's holding out. Maybe we should talk about this on the road. Uh, yeah, right. I gather my armor and shield. And yeah, I grab all my stuff. We all cool. You guys have all your stuff again, okay. uh, except of course for and, and then I, so armor. I put on and I grab another weapon. Is there another hammer? There's or? nothing else in the tent. They didn't leave a bunch of extra uh, weapons did, in did the, the tent. The and the general the, don't have a because he's oh, a, I guess the general actually did have a weapon. Um, he would have had a. It's a short sword. Uh, That's fine. So you have a short it's sword. Better than, my, <laughs> better than my fist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I I put on the general's uh, armor. armor. Um, and I got my mall and stuff like that. Uh, th- there was something else I was thinking. Uh, oh yeah, right. So can we weaken at Bernie's the little guy, the little orc? <laughs> like he's you know a little drunk or something. I will but... totally participate in this. <laughs> <laughs> totally, one hundred percent. I am so into. You that. killed him, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we can weaken at Bernie's. It, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a rapier, so I sort of precision, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, second yeah. and third rib kind of thing. And aside from the fact he's maybe got like some strangle marks on his neck, so like he, because what, he's so beat up. What I say is like, uh, I think we should bring the the little guy to make it look more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> what is what exactly would your plan be for how to weaken at Bernie's him? Um, so. I, I mean, we should weaken the Bernie's to him and get some voodoo on it. <laughs> so, Grolo's Grolo's simple thought is like, uh, we're all going to pretend, you know, I'm a soldier. We got the interrogator. He's a little drunk, and so, and we're all going somewhere. But that's as far as Grolo's thinking goes. And then, I mean, someone can contradict this idea of the. We probably is, don't need it if 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 you are there with us and we have a good story like. The general, another general, or Lord Blancmere wants us over there. But if someone and, asks us a question and I don't know, he could answer for us. Uh, I think all you got to <laughs> say is, I have orders to bring these three prisoners towards that direction. And, and if they counter you, just say, I will fight you because that's my orders. Just, uh, okay. just stick to the story. Okay. Did this guy have an amulet? Uh, yeah, he did. One of the is it a choking amulet? Uh, it's the same kind that you saw on uh, on um, Blood Crusher. I would like to take the amulet, cool. but I'm not going to wear it. Would someone the, notice? No, actually, the not... one that you previously had, the one that was from Blood Crusher, was taken away from you when uh, basically any of the stuff that was theirs already they mm. they took out of the pile. So would um would me not wearing an amulet kind of tip them off? 
Um, if anybody was observant enough, it would. Um, but if I put on the amulet, is that a risk? Yes. Okay. Can we take the amulet off the chain, and then he just wears the chain, and then the chain just kind of goes under the armor so people just see the... You could try to do that. Let's try to... Thrain can be the voice of reason if you want us to stop doing this. <laughs> hey, shush, give me this. I need I to wear this amulet. <laughs> I need to wear the amulet to complete the, amulet. the disguise. It'll choke you, and your head will fall off your shoulders. Don't do that. Oh. Uh, how about we just take the amulet and put it on your chest and then make it so that the ch- we can't see the chain, and if it decides to constrict, it won't hurt anybody. I thought uh, we would put it on someone else's head, make it choke them, sort of like a you know fire, fire with fire kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, just put if we really want to disguise, mm. you can have the, the symbol showing, but it's not around your neck. Okay. The... All right. Can we do that? Can we grab the amulet? Yeah, I figure like... you, can, you can, like, tie it, like, All rather right. than putting the chain around your neck, you could, like... You could like put it up one oh, like, just, around one side and just yeah. tie it to the back or something, and then yeah, it would yeah. look, like, okay. look a little so like we you're like wearing it. But Jerry rig it, and so it's like yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so the uh, uh, so you guys are are so I, I'm I'm confused. Are you still weak in the burning? No, no. Justin, <laughs> Thrain, Thrain, no, Justin made a good point. Justin will rot in yeah. his tent. Yeah. Now, Rollo forgets that we just agreed not to do it. So as we're walking out of the tent. If anyone, if, if these two turn around, I'm actually holding Justin. Like you're holding his hand? Yeah, I'm like holding his hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing a good weekend at Benny for just dragging him by the hand. Yeah, by I, I haven't seen that movie, right? <laughs> so I'm just like literally dragging legs, star legs. So um, <laughs> We should hide those bodies in this tent, probably. Is there a place like we can stash? The tent is bare. Um, okay. You could maybe break the legs off the table and, and put them under the tabletop. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Or I guess tip the table over and like scooch them under the Just to the, give us like maybe 10 more minutes of time. Um, it is, uh, I mean, it's a dirt floor. You could dig a hole, but that's quite a lot, quite yeah, a lot more. I think that's going to make it make sense. Right. Do, do, do you, do, does anyone turn around and see that I'm dragging? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let, let, let him go. I think we don't need him. Oh, right, right. Remember, um, you have orders to bring us uh, to yes. the, the woods beyond. Yes. And I start pulling my ear. <laughs> Pretend that do my... Do you guys... I'm assuming you're, you're going to do like a faux knot or something like that to make it look like your hands are tied or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. Uh, perfect. You guys all have faux knots. Um, and Grolo, you start sort of marching out from the from the tent. Uh, Grolo, as you... You don't make it too far before um, there are a couple of orcs uh, who come up to you. Um, and one of them says, uh, Sir, we've completed the task that you requested. What is your next order? Uh, I look over at Thrain, and I pull my ear. <laughs> I think... Why... I think... Silence! <laughs> Silence, prisoner! Um, yeah, so that tent is a mess, but leave it alone. Um, <laughs> we are... I, these are prisoners. And I do not treat prisoners kindly. Ah, do you so have, would you like for us to kill them for you? Uh, actually, uh, one of them draws his sword. Actually, better than that, I need your weapon because I am going to take care of this myself. So, aren't you going to kill them with magic, sir? Yes, but magic would be too quick. <laughs> I want them to suffer. <laughs> uh, one of the orcs looks really confused, um, but he hands over his weapon to you. What's What kind of weapon is it? Is um, it better than what Thrain got? I'm going to say it's like a club with a nail in it. Oh. That's actually <laughs> better. That's better. I, I'd rather better? have a club with okay. a nail in so it. So I, I, I take that. Shush is really impressed at your deception right now. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at Shush and pull my ear. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, uh, leave us and go. There, There's another uh, problem up ahead 
there's more orcs. I mean, more of there's they're having fun and drinking. You should go see. You want us to go drink with the relax other, <laughs> with the other clan, sir? Yes, make peace. Uh, Not. I mean, but war, too. They, they sort of look back and forth to each other. Can we tell what uh, their tribe is? Uh, yeah. Do we, um, we don't know enough about the tribes. They, uh, you, I, I'm going to say Shush, Shush wouldn't know enough okay. about the tribes. Can, can any of these whisper into my ear something smarter to say? <laughs> I think I was, if they, I, I was trying if to they lean in and say something uh, to you, I think it will give away okay. the, the illusion. Um, I wanted to say something like, oh, the blood crushers said your tribe were the weakest. They're partying right now. Why don't you go check... Check them uh, out. He, he uh, will turn to you and he'll say, Filthy prisoner, how dare you speak to me? Yeah, silence, prisoner. So I thought he'd like to know that his clan was so viciously insulted by the blood crushers. Ridiculous. The blood crushers wouldn't have said that about us, right, sir? Right. Yeah. Then I realize what I should... Like, <laughs> the, the key thing is we need to draw blood from towns and villages everywhere and we need to prepare. Go work out and, <laughs> and get stronger and, and do push-ups. And that way we can kill everyone. Very good, sir. How many push-ups should we do? Start with a hundred. Uh, uh, they they both sort of look at each other and then they drop down and they start doing push-ups. Okay. <laughs> we keep going. <laughs> and you can hear them whisper like, "Blood crushers wouldn't have said that about us." <laughs> um, and you guys uh, uh, starting off. Do you want to try to steal a horse, or you just want to bolt for the? For the forest. I mean, if the horse is convenient, but otherwise, I just need to get to the. Um, you, you're sort of at a at a fork where you can like uh, see the the home the home turf of the of the um, the marshlands mm-hmm. uh, that you could get into and and be well safer than you currently are, um, or you could go another direction and try to take a horse or two, but you might end up encountering more orcs. Oh, this is like Bandersnatch. <laughs> um, I say head to the marshes. All right. Hey, how was that, Shush? How did I do? I'm really impressed. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, so we're heading to the march. Perfect. Uh, you guys um, take off into the marshes and are at least temporarily free from the uh, orc encampment um, and headed. You have no idea what direction. Can I tell by the sun? Uh, there is no sun in the marshlands um, because the fog is is overhead is too dense. Well, to see uh, it. just head whatever direction we're headed, like away from the camp. Yeah. Um, so you guys start heading in that direction. And I think that's where we're going to end for the day. We're going to uh, need a plan. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> I need a long rest so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm at two hit points still. Yeah, I'm five. And I'm no Holy spell crap. slots. Um, perfect. Uh, well, as is wow. true for the end of every game, I would love to hear if you uh, guys have a spotlight for somebody else today in our game that, that you think was, that was dire. the game for you. Uh, I... Enjoyed everybody today. I enjoyed the DM. Uh, I spotlight the DM and Adam's style of DMing, which feels exciting and and spontaneous and cinematic and <laughs> story worthy. Uh, and uh, I like it. Uh, I'll I'll spotlight Adam with his. Um, role-playing today uh i don't know if it was like his initial question of trying to be included and all that kind of (laughs) stuff but i was i was i guess i was seeing you through those eyes today i don't know if you were in trying to embody the uh that kind of vibe or something and of course grolo always has uh, good things and it's interesting that you played with 
Adam, you know, the DMs uh, role playing with you about taking away your rage, and, right. and you didn't just sort of blow past that. You right. actually incorporated that into your own version of what that means for your character, and and that really adds a certain level of um, uh, of whatever whatever the act you know at the end of empire strikes back right when right. all is down and the hero has lost his rage and they're wandering the marshes and they have nowhere to go and like you sort of added your this own is, yeah there's the camera zooming out and we're all like looking at the <laughs> through the window yeah so that's, um, that's spotlight great so I wanted to call out, there was uh, a lot of intensity today from Thrain <laughs> when he was being uh, jostled by the general. Uh, usually, you know, usually Thrain delivers his lines a little bit more uh, stoically, but this time it was like fire, a little bit of fire thrown in the face of the general. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in, I, we've played these characters for so long that I I, I feel like I understand Thrain. Yeah. And, and it just occurred to me while those things were happening that I was like, Thrain doesn't care at this point right. like it, it like it, like it, these are his moral enemies it, it it seems like it's all over he just wants to go into the afterlife with some glory and so he he's he's angry and i really liked it and so two things because normally i would have been looking for uh maybe a funny in for for grolo but i was like I was like, oh, I got to let this scene play out because it was quite intense between the two of you. And then the only thing I could think of, which I, I tried to add a little bit, was actually, I think like Grolo in his depleted state is going to try to calm his friend down, which is totally unlike Grolo, right? Oh, so sure. that's why he said like, Drain, just give it up, you know? Um, which when we grow, like grow, would be like, that's right. And I'm going to, you know, I drink your magic. <laughs> so anyways, that I, I really liked that moment between the two of you. It was really great. <laughs> yeah. my, my spotlight's already kind of already taken, but I was going to spotlight Kirk for, um, for raising his voice in a way that I've never actually yeah. seen Kirk do. Yeah. So there was like this other side of Kirk I got to see when right. when he was like yelling at the general. So and I also never see Adam raise his voice either. So it's <laughs> kind of fun to see both of you guys who I, I think are like very therapist. You know, you're like, mm, tell me about your feelings. You both like raised your voice today. That was great. And I liked um, once again sort of repeating it. But I liked Grolo when um, when your anger was taken. You like really made that a character choice instead oh, of just yeah. like a mechanic. It wasn't like, oh, I can't rage. I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll use dexterity. It was right. like, it was like, oh, <laughs> right. my, my character is now going to operate differently because this thing is. Well, I could really feel it when, when you were describing, when Adam, when you were describing what was happening, like, because I, I, I tend to be very visual when someone describes something, but in this case, it was more than visual. I was like feeling it. I'm like, <gasps> Like, just like, oh, stop taking the heart from me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's another thing I want to spotlight is how in the moment you are and how as the story is unfolding, you're reacting to it in a very – in a Method. Well, not only, but you're – you, Umberto, are yeah. also reacting. You're yeah. just like, oh, my God, what? Right, right, right. What are we going to do? This right. is horrible. Wait, it's like watching a movie. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Was flying from my, what? Like when Darth Vader shows up on Cloud City, <laughs> right? It's like, oh no, yeah, right. And, and so the thought that came to mind when you were describing that he was pulling out the heart, although you were describing the Indiana Jones scene, I actually felt like a Dementor had descended on. Oh, that's good. I pictured was a like, good image. Yeah. I pictured the Flash. When he, like, oh, he does the hand vibrate. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, those are those are good images. I like that too. Well, I, I'm going to actually give my spotlight to to Kirk as well um, because. 
uh, for the same reason, Kirk, I think you like really stepped up. That scene was like stepped so up. good to, to, to play with. And it was like the perfect reflection that I needed for, for good role play in that, in that moment. Uh, and that was like really fun to, to role play through with the, yeah. the two yeah, of us kind of yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you did this on purpose, Adam, but as I was raging and insulting, you, I mean, I, the listeners don't know this, but I'm looking straight into Adam's eyes. He's <laughs> right. sitting right across the table from me. And so we're, we're going like full on eye contact. You know, we're outside of a bar. We're two drunk douchebags <laughs> saying, you know, you're a douche. No, you're a douche. <laughs> and, but I could see in your facial expression that you were playing the character, but you also weren't actually angry. You know what I mean? Like I could sense that your demeanor wasn't actually threatened or aggressive. You were, you were acting. Sure. And so that, I don't know if you do that on purpose or it's just a natural part of your nice nature or something. That's probably, it's probably the second one, <laughs> but, but um, I'm glad that it's, I think it is a sort of an important role you have to, you have to do as a player at the table. Yeah. Um, especially when you are going to role play out conflict with other players at the table. And this obviously comes up as a game master where you have to be able to, um, dance a fine line where right. I, you have to make it clear that this is the character that I'm playing and not the player that I yeah. am. Yeah, you're I'm, not sort of like channeling some actual aggression right, toward exactly. that human being. It's you're playing a part. And, 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 and I have had times that as a player at a table where I have sort of an agreed upon uh, uh, antagonism with another player at the table and I'll role play out being angry and then pause midway through and be like, hey, just so you, I'm just playing the character. I just want to, want, want to make you make you know I'm having a great time playing this character being angry. At you. I'm gonna hop back into it now uh, and then go like right back into into like playing. Like playing get the character. Out but, but like especially if I see them like like looking scared in any way or or like and maybe that's just them being in character too. But I want to like make sure that it's it's a clear cool. contract that we right. have going on with that. I I gotta say one more thing too. I really enjoyed there towards the end when. There was a lot of improvisation that worked really well because so in my head I had this I always try to think okay what would like poor dim-witted Grollo try to do that he thought was clever right mm-hmm. and so so in this case I'm like all right well he'll he'll think well but he, you know he tries to be heroic too right so he's like well, maybe I'll try to infiltrate, but that's as far as his planning goes, right? In fact, Thrain is like, well, then what? I'm like, I don't know, right? But then I like how then Shush, and actually you, Anna, you're like, well, what if we actually, you know, play a little Star Wars here? Like, you know, you capture us. And then that plays into it. And then Grohl has another idiotic idea, which is like, well, what if we grab this guy? And then I actually was ready to, like, play that out, but then Thrain in character is like, well, no, that's a dumb idea. So, like, okay, and then we drop that, and that's fine. And then we run into the dudes, and, and I actually feel in that moment... I'm supposed to be talking to these soldiers, and of course, if I was trying to be out of character, I would just make up some clever lie or something. But I'm trying to like be like, no, I gotta not know what to say. And I actually was feeling that anxiety of like, oh, I don't know what to say because I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. So I that whole that whole part was like really good collaboration between all of us, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> and the key for the listeners out there as well is a good DM who sets up a good story over nine sessions. That carries weight with it. We have a mission. We care about each other as as character characters. 
uh, there's we've we've come this far, you know, and it, it comes and it's not just a silly little moment where we're trying to trick these orcs. It's just like life or death <laughs> yeah. kind of a thing. Right. And it, it held a lot of weight in that moment. And, and so when hilarious. you turn to me and you're like, you know, Thrain, what should I do? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I was I was actually role playing how right. Kirk felt, which is like. Uh, right. brain freeze what like I can't tell you what to do because and then that realization yeah that's like well I, oh shit they can't help me oh yeah and it's so good perfect oh uh, so perfect well I think that I think that brings us to a close can yeah. we do it again start over we just start this all, all over again rewind so that does it for that episode of Psychology in Seattle thanks for joining us out there again uh, sorry, patron Justin, for killing you. Um, I tried to leave you alive, but Shoes decided to yeah, off you. To be Shoes fair, I wanted to break your neck with my legs like Sonya Blade does to Kano in the Mortal Kombat feature film. but He had a, a more, like, I don't know, less painful death, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to be an NPC, let us know, and we'll add you to the list. We'll, we, we will go on a first-come, first first-serve basis. And oh, that does it for that episode. Please take care of yourself. Role play in a fun, meaningful way because you deserve it.